This is Original Six. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. It is the Original Six podcast. Ryan Sabine, Paul Ananitis, but Zach is not joining us today, Paul, because he does not like us. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. He's just making excuses. But, you know, I guess his excuse is a decent one. What a guy. I have been sick all week, if you can't tell by my voice. And this guy won't even join us for whatever reason he's got going on. Craziness going on here. Uh, what's going on with you? Oh, nothing. My mom just decided to walk in the room as we're recording, like like a normal mother does when I say, don't come in the room, I'm recording. But, you know, solid week for the buds. I'm fired up. Solid fantastic, indeed. Fantastic week, actually. So, yeah, nothing new. Watching the Leafs working. Thank God they won. It was a good week. Thank God. I was like bedridden. I've been bedridden for like the last, let's say, five, six, four or five days. Damn. And the Leafs were like my my solace, like the one thing I had left to hold on to. And if they were playing like shit the whole week, I would have been in such a worse mood. Oh, well, thank goodness they helped you That's not true. be in a worse mood. <laughs> that, that is true. I don't know if they made me feel any better, but they didn't make me feel any worse, which is a good sign. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Make sure to follow, uh, subscribe on whatever podcast streaming platform you're using. And uh, make sure you check us out on Instagram at Original Six Podcast, where we had our second successful first goal prediction. That's a weird mm-hmm. one to say uh, of the season, Paul, if you want to announce this one. Yeah. So uh, at Seth W29. Got the goal prediction right for the Leafs-Red Wings game. He got Matthews and Cider correct, so good work. Uh, keep putting those uh, predictions in and uh, see how many more we can get right. Yes, sir. Uh, let's let's talk on the, the weekend review. So, obviously, four games. Uh, mm-hmm. I will like to point out that Zach predicted the Leafs would go 0-0-4. Not 0-4, no. What a 0-0-4. Clown. Is literal switch yeah uh, what a clown you were the closest though you had three one and oh mm-hmm. so uh what did you have kind of heading into the week like i mean did you want them to win all the games or did you actually think there was any sort of indication that this was coming well i mean of course i wanted them to win all the games i want them to go 82 and oh if that's possible but um i was just hoping that they could realize that their decor is not there so they have to really step up as a team and I think they did that perfectly um I never know what the Leafs are going to do I don't think we have any idea what Leafs team will get but uh it's nice to see the boys step up when our key players are out totally something I didn't know or think was going to happen but had you ever seen three disallowed goals in a single game? Obviously, that being the 2-1 win against the Devils. I don't recall. I honestly don't think so. I don't even remember the last time a game had two disallowed goals, let alone three. Yeah, that seems like something that would happen to the Leafs. That's true. Not for us. It's it's nice to see something go our way, I guess. But realistically, though, two of, the, two of those three 
were like so obvious. Yeah, I'd say the only one that was a little more in the, the middle interference was, call. Yeah, with the skate. Yeah, yeah, but uh, just to, to have the first of all, I mean, like keep in mind the Devils are on a thirteen game winning streak coming into this mm-hmm. game. Yeah, and fans at the arena might not be the maybe they might be diehard fans but not the smart calm level-headed fans they're riding the bandwagon yeah well i mean whatever the case is like they might not realize while at the game that at least two of those goals shouldn't have counted um yeah but i i i find the ref you suck chance hilarious however (laughs) Uh, I don't love when people throw stuff on the ice like that, like to the point where the Leafs had to go into the tunnel because yeah, it, was, it was deemed like a danger to them they to almost, be on the bench. There was a video of um, uh, Lindy Ruff almost getting clocked in the head by like a, a half full beer can. It's just like. Honestly, why? if I was going to get clocked in the head with anything, like that would be top on the list. True. What if, like, they were throwing food and you caught it? That'd be pretty sick. Right? I don't know if I'd eat it, but that would just be a flex. It would be a flex. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, the Devils game, like, it's it's hard to really evaluate because just the game it's, itself was kind of a comedy. It was I crazy. Mean, uh, However, Leafs... Holmberg got his first NHL goal. Yeah. The game Pontus. winner. Pontus. Pontus, Pontus. Holmberg. And Kerfoot actually got an assist. There you go. He got one in the Red Wings game too, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, the Leafs had the two one lead pretty much for a good chunk of the game. Then all the yeah. shenanigans went on and two nothing uh, lead pretty much two nothing chunk, lead. Big, right. Sorry. Yes. Chunk of the game Two nothing lead. Then the devils were kind of getting closer and closer. They finally scored. And then you had like the, Oh shit moment. Like, is it coming? And mm-hmm. then the onslaught came, but the Leafs managed to hold on. Yeah. That was a good game actually. And, uh, I mean, it sucks to have a 13-game winning streak come to an end with three disallowed goals. But hey, if it has to, if you have to lose to somebody, I'm glad it was the Leafs that could break the winning streak. Considering we were a number of their 13. Pardon? Yeah, we, we were, were one, one of the 13. The, yeah. That's true. Good point. Yeah. Very uh, good point. From New Jersey, we head over to the state of hockey to play the Wild. Uh, quote unquote, state of hockey. Well, I guess Ontario would be the province of hockey. That's true. Um, what did you make of this one? I mean, Flurry did not look good. I, I don't want to say that's why we won, but especially the the Aston Reese goal, that was a, a big soft one. Oh my help. goodness. That was that oh, was Flurry was pissed. That was terrible, but I think I think it was a good back and forth game. I think it was really fun to watch and uh nice to see because the game was at 2 p.m. So I was, I was like we're watching the game and, and going back and forth and yeah i yeah for sure flurry did not look great i yeah. was you think i was had, shocked uh, that ashton like i didn't even celebrate ashton reese's goal because i didn't even think it would go in yeah you think flurry had uh too much to eat at his thanksgiving dinner i think that yes yes what do you think is you think flurry's like a, a turkey guy or a stuffing guy both Oh, he's a big plate kind of dude. Big plate kind of dude that goes for like three rounds. They were, three I, I think it was, I think it was the guys on the broadcast were talking about how a coach they had encountered actually preferred 
his team to play on the road the day following Thanksgiving, because instead of being at home with your family, which kind, kind of sounds really like satanic, yeah, that sounds but harsh, yeah. instead of being at home with your family and eating a shit ton, you're just sitting in a hotel room. That's true. But I mean, they'd have to do something for Thanksgiving. Yeah, a little they, team potluck. Team potluck. Oh my goodness, yes. That'd be I mean, sick. A, a team potluck on the road. So you just bring whatever food you have catered in the hotel. That's already all together. Facts. That'd be kind of cool though. Yeah. Uh, so a 4-3 dub against the Wild heading over to play the Penguins for the third time in 15 days, I believe. Mm-hmm. Something uh, like that. And this was just a puck drop. Leaves were flying and did not look back. No, they played a full 60 minutes. That was fa- a fantastic effort. Um, you know, Mitch Marner continuing his hot streak. Holmberg getting his second uh, of the of his career, second of the season. Nylander staying hot. Matthews getting a goal. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Murray was in that for this game, right? Yeah. Fanta- uh, no, no, I think it was Shalgren because Murray was got the, the Murray got um the Devils uh, a rest day. Yeah, and Shalgren played fantastic. I had no issue. I think the whole team played a full 60 minutes. I had no complaints about this game. Yeah, it's nice. It's I mean, it's like you kind of said before, like you never know which version of the Leafs is going to show up on on any game. But Especially this, this was this was the rare case where the the team decided to show up. That opening goal by Marner. Oh, oh my goodness. baby, that was filthy. Forty seconds into the first, I think Mitch Marner. I've never seen a player score so many goals the same way as Mitch when he does like that fake back can't go around to the forehand and just slip it um, around the pad. Yeah. Just like Insane. backhand forehand tuck. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I mean, like he, he set the tone though, right? Like he scored that goal so quickly. And I think mm-hmm. he's kind of one of those players where he's obviously a factor in every game just because he's such a 200 foot player, but mm-hmm. when he's feeling it offensively, and I guess if he's feeling it offensively, it means he's skating. Well, I think that kind of goes hand in hand for him or foot and foot. Yeah. Um, but he, I, like, he just sets the tone for himself and the team. Like that, that first goal was just. You know what kiss. else, you know what else was really nice? Bunting's assist to Matthews on the fourth goal. Yes. That was incredible. Fantastic. Started the play from the blue line, managed to like still get the puck to Matthews through like four, four penguins. So. And, and while falling or on the ice, yeah. falling on the ice. Yeah. It's pretty so, special. Uh, a dominant performance. And then the Buds would head into not Joe Louis Arena, but Little Caesars Arena. Fun fact, I've had Little Caesars pizza once in my life, and I puked the next day. <laughs> nice. Fun fact. I was also drunk. That may or may not attribute to the pizza. Yeah, that, I, that probably helped. But I've never had Little Caesars pizza since. I've never had Little Caesars at all, ever. They don't. It's dangerous. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think there's like one near me, so I've never like really thought about getting any. There you go, deep dish. It's pretty good. Not gonna lie. Um, oh yeah, the Red Wings are also pretty good. Good segue there, Brian. Thank you. No problem. Uh, they were hot lately, and it kind of started like one of those games where you just were like, oh shit, like not one of these games where the Red Wings are gonna kind of be chippy and aggressive and just outwork us. And they got a first goal pretty quickly. But I mean, after that, 
the Leafs just went on an odd slot, scoring the next four goals pretty much. I mean, I don't, it, it never really felt like they controlled the pace of the game, but they just controlled the scoring. Yeah, agreed. Because of uh, the little letdown in the third period, getting outshot 19 to six, it, it, a huge push for uh, Detroit. But before then, I think the first two periods, if I'm not mistaken, were was all Leafs and, you know, Matthews looking like Matthews with that first goal, an absolute wrister from the sh- uh, from the slot. Yeah. Um. Hopefully that goal turns into like a Matthews is going to go on a screw you hot streak. Like just get like 14 goals in his next like eight games. Bro, nothing I love more than a screw you hot streak. Literally. Uh, yeah, I, I saw that on Twitter, but it said a different language. I had to make it PG. Oh, yeah. That's nice. But, uh, you're pretending Zach is still here. Yeah, that's true. Zach doesn't swear. Never seen a... Which um, NHL player was it that also didn't swear? Swear? Yeah, the, we were, I swear. we. we ha, I swear. We spoke about this on the podcast once where there's, oh, yeah. a, there's an NHL player who also refuses to swear, like on the ice in the dressing room. Like, I don't know. I want to say he was like one of the guys for the Blues, like O'Reilly or Braden Shen, maybe. I'm gonna search it up. It's like I have this picture of like one of like the the higher like Selkie caliber centermen. Oh, it's Shifley. Ah, wrong team. Mark Shifley says he refuses to swear on the ice. What a guy! Interesting, very interesting. So just on the ice in the dressing room, he's just dropping f bombs, like probably getting it out. Yeah. Um, in the, the Red Wings game, the Leafs did not shoot, did not outshoot the Red Wings in any period. That's true. And Matt Murray. Oh my God. He was fantastic. absolute animal. Guy has been insane. I think uh, Detroit had like 42 shots that game. 44. 30, 44? 44 shots. Holy man. Matt Murray. Yeah. Good for you. The Leafs were outshot 10 to 5 in the first, 15 to 14 in the second, and 19 to 6 in the third period. My lordy. Yeah. What an interesting third period. That that was a good third period for Matt Murray. <laughs> That's true. Just nobody else. I think I think Detroit could have had zero shots in the first two periods. And Matt Murray saving 19 shots, probably more than some goalies like made the whole game this week. Probably. You're not wrong. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, but the Leafs were able to hold on for a 4-2 win to cap up their mini little road trip here, 4-0. Uh, now with a record of 14-5-5. and So it's, you know, it, even though they were playing well for the last few weeks, it still kind of felt like they had some work to do. Agreed. Uh, but now, for, like, at 14-5-5, five, five, you look at that and, like, that's a good team's record. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, second in Atlantic, three points behind Boston. However, with three more games played in typical Leafs fashion, they always have played a, a, an immaculate amount of games more than everybody else in the league. Yeah, literally. 10-1-3 uh, in the month of November with one game to go. We love it. Good record. Good November. Right. Yeah, November's which our is, month. Which is usually weird because like the Leafs have a really good October and a, and a decently... And like not a great November. No, but last last year they had an incredible November, like very similar. That's true. Oh, good point. They had a remember they had a really rocky October, and that was when like they played the Penguins and had the 
whatever. Seven one seven one loss or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. They that. were like three five and or like five three and something like very. So the, basically the same as this year. Yeah. I think we started like six four and L. Yeah, which is not bad, but it's or six four and two or something like that. I don't remember. Something like that. Um, as we kind of get into stuff going on, uh, obviously the the passing of Boria Salming was very saddening. Um, you know, the, the Leafs did before his passing a lot of really nice things to tribute him in a couple of opening game ceremonies. Uh, and just to cap it off, the shoulder patch that they've been wearing. I'm not sure if that's going to stay for the rest of the season. I think it is. I hope so. Uh, but I don't know if they've announced it, but I mean, that's just just like a, a nice really classy nice. move. And I think a good reminder for the players of, you know, that some things are bigger than hockey, but also a little extra motivation for them. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, let's talk about the, like the big topic here is no Riley, no mm-hmm. Brody, mm-hmm. no Muzzin and Jordy Ben was the latest casualty to their defensive <laughs> injury list. It, it's, it's a party. It's a party for Three sure. Three or more is a party. An uh, IR party. Yeah. An IR party. Uh, it's an IRL party. IR. Yes. IR plus. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, the team's overall defensive play with, with, without these guys has been good. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can obviously look at it and say that the, the forwards have put an extra gear into their game to, to help out knowing that we're a few men down. Yeah. But I mean, the defense has looked good too. Like, like I, I know the shot volume isn't always the best against, but that's to be expected. Sometimes, sometimes your opponents are just going to force themselves onto you like that. Um, who do you think in mm-hmm. the defensive group that was kind of in all along has stepped up the most in these last four games? I think Mark Giordano, considering being 38, playing 24 plus minutes a game recently, being on the first line with Hall. And I think he's really stepped it up. I remember seeing a stat uh, since all of our four defensemen have been gone. Um, Mark Giordano, I don't think has been on for or has been on the least amount of times for like goals since they've left being on the first line playing 24 minutes um shows a lot of uh how good he can be and i think a lot of the players were praising him saying he's been playing amazing he doesn't uh, he hasn't played like he's 38 um and uh not gonna not gonna lie you got to give credit where credit's due i think justin hall has been really good recently are you sure you're not the sick one here paul I think I am, but like you gotta, you so, gotta, you you gotta. Like I can't gotta say he's been. Cap. I can't say he's been bad. Yeah, he he has stepped up. I think nice I think and, it hasn't. It's not that he's been good. He just hasn't been bad. Which yeah, for a defenseman, like you kind of apply the same philosophy to Mac Hollowell. If they haven't been bad, that's a good thing. Exactly. We right? don't like, notice the mistakes. Yeah, we're not we're not expecting you know, Justin Hall or Mac Hollowell to go out and score a goal a game and just be the uh, defensive demons out here. Yeah, exactly. But Hall actually had a nice uh, offensive rush in the Detroit game. Do you see that? No, I missed it. He has like one, I feel like every seven games where he like rushes the puck up the boards. Because That's true. He gets, I feel like he gets caught with the puck when the team is changing and he's like, eh, screw it. I'll just take it for a rip. Speaking like Speaking of like a nice rush off topic here, but still like sort of leaves. Did you see Kyle Clifford's end-to-end goal for the Marlies? I did not. It was insane. Really? 
Yeah, he turned into like Sidney Crosby. He went end to end, like split like three defensemen. Filthy. Call him up right now. Look, no disrespect the to the defenseman in the AHL, yeah, but I'm pretty know. sure I could poke a check off of Kyle Clifford's stick. Yeah, I think so. He yeah, would pull me, me over like the last pin slow him standing down. Slow him down. on a 10-pin lane. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't stand a chance. I'd be like a fly on his windshield. Yeah, literally. But I could poke the, the puck off of him before he absolutely obliterates my body. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Um, I mean, hey, got to give him credit. He had a great uh, rush. So Yeah. Uh, Matt Callowell, I mean, played what, like four games now? I think he has an assist, a secondary assist on the Matthews goal in the Penguins game. game. Penguins game? Detroit game? Uh, Detroit game for sure. And, One of the two. Um, and that's it. Yes, a secondary assist on Matthews' goal in the Detroit game. What have you thought about him? I mean, again, like we kind of knew he was going to be sheltered, but you can mm-hmm. only be so sheltered when all of these big guys are out. Yeah, I have no complaints. I haven't seen anything like that stood out to me, um, especially this week. And as we said, the, the defenses have been stepping up big time since our, I, could, I guess I'll say core four, but like big three have been missing. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we can uh, continue this because sure. is it feasible to play like this with such a good like our best decor missing i don't know but can they do it i definitely think so well we've, we've seen it four times exactly we'll see i've seen another four times then another yeah. four times uh the day we posted last week's episode being the day after we recorded last week's episode we, we had on the episode we had spoken about if the injuries accelerate Dubis's timeline for trading for defensemen. Obviously, that happens the, the next day. He mm-hmm. trades Curtis Douglas for Connor Timmons. Uh, yep. Do you think Timmons gets into the lineup at any point, or he's just kind of like that extra, extra, extra guy? I think he's just that extra, extra, extra guy, considering what we've seen recently with our defensive injuries. So I think Dubis is just. Uh, making sure that he has uh, enough good, solid defense that can step up and, and come into the lineup when needed. I don't think... Plus, Timmons like, someone will... has to play for the Marlies. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Timmons will get a shot right now. I don't want to jinx anything. But if somehow some other defenseman gets injured, then he'll come in. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to take out Hollowell. Maybe they would for one game. Or Mete. Or Mete, one of the two. I th- Maybe we'll see him this week, but I doubt it. I think it just depends on, A, how many games those guys have to play based on the duration of some of the injuries. Mm-hmm. And if at any point they get really badly exposed and it's time to give them a, a game off to watch. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Uh, we haven't spoken about it yet, but Mitch Marner's on an absolute heater. Oh, he's on a tear. As- as Jack Hughes would say, 17 game point streak, one away from tying the Leafs franchise record. Uh, he currently leads the team in points to 28. What are you liking from his game? Everything. It's a good answer. There's not, it's not, it's, it's, there's not much else you could say. That Mitch Marner has been ridiculous in the last 17 games. Yeah. So, you know, he, yeah, it's funny because we also like 
everyone was picking on Marner at the beginning of the year for not doing whatever he wasn't apparently doing. Even though he was a point per game. He has only not registered a point in one game so far this season. I know. It's, it's remarkable. It's crazy, like, the standards that Leafs Nation has and on their players. But Mitch has been absolutely fantastic animal. Yeah, nice. He's she's shooting the puck a bit, too. He's seven goals on the year, which, I mean, is not a lot. But I feel like it's a good number for him at this point. I mean, if you compare it, he's only, like, four away from Matthews. Yeah, well. We'll touch on that, but I think Matthews has got uh, some. Ma- uh, Matthews will be fine. Some goals to score that he to to make up for, but I think at this rate, Marner's on pace for like twenty five goals, give or take. For Marner, that's good. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I mean, thirty would be great, but like that's not the primary objective out of the guy. Yeah, as long as uh, he's producing. Let's talk about the other superstar. Is Austin Matthews back? So his goal, believe it or not, his goal against the Penguins was his first four-handed five-on-five goal of the season. That's crazy. That is a stat. That is crazy. Okay. Took him wow. 24 games, whatever it was. Then he followed it up with a, a vintage Matthews wrister against the Red Wings. Um, do you think he was injured? A, an, a non-disclosed kind of nagging something because we've seen it last year too. He was recovering from wrist surgery. He came back, but he didn't look like himself mm-hmm. at, for the first bit. And then it took him some time and he finally started to shoot the puck and, and really look like himself. And I, I, I feel like that's what's happening here. I know Steve Dangle on the Steve Dangle podcast with the guys was also talking about it. And he was saying like, he's watched Matthews enough to know something was wrong. Yeah. We've all, but, have. but watching the, the last two games, you know, the, the Pittsburgh game and the Detroit game, mm-hmm. does it look like he's, he's back and kind of in mid season Matthews form? I think so. And uh, as you said, he's just shooting. He's more confident. You can see it in his game. He's shooting more or, not shooting more, but he's shooting from where we expect him to and doing the things we expect him to do that he hasn't been doing recently. So seeing him in these last two games play like the Austin Matthews that we know, I think he's going to go on a heater of his own now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to see the confidence and you could tell the, the sellies on those goals too. Like that, that meant something to him. Yeah, he, you can tell that Austin Matthews is coming back and everybody's going to have to watch out. Poppy is back at the end of November. He won't shape soon, but uh, the rest of us will. Um, So we kind of spoke about it before heading into, you know, as we look ahead at the week to come, do you think this team's play without the key defenseman? Is this team's play sustainable? They've won the four games, but can it keep happening? I think that's the big question. I mean, I think so. Why not? They're professional hockey players. They know how to get it done. And I don't I think... Will, like, I will remind you, you're including Justin Hall in that statement. Unfortunately, he's still in the NHL. <laughs> but I think it is sustainable. I don't know if they can, like, go on, like, four-game winning streaks. I think, like, what will happen is, like, we'll win three games and then get clapped win yeah, four games and then like it's like the the usual leaf thing like we do so well and then like the, the game that we don't do well we get absolutely destroyed and then we come back and win like four games in a row i think this that's what's gonna happen 
Um, yeah. You can call it sustainable if you want. Yeah. I think we should be okay, though. Yeah. I also think, based on how well Murray is playing, exactly. it kind of... It, it kind of like I mentioned a bunch of times last episode, but like threw some duct tape on the hole and hope it wouldn't leak. I think with him playing so well, you don't realize, you know, we've won four games in a row, so you can only nitpick so much, but you don't realize that, you know, in a lot of these games, we are giving up a lot of chances. We are giving the opposition a lot of uh, sustained pressure in our zone. Oh yeah. Like looking at, the Detroit game, like the entire third period was played in the defensive zone. Yeah. And, you know, a good goalie makes a big difference. And we're seeing it now. I think Matt, Matt Murray is, has the fourth best safe percentage in the league right now. Linus Allmark is number one. Yeah. Well, Murray's also only played, what, like six, seven games. But still, he's been good. Still, he's been consistent in those games, which uh, – which, Let's face it, which all Leaf fans were scared. That's the problem, like his consistency. And I think he's been absolutely fantastic. He's really saved us in some games. He's made those key saves in every period, not just one a game, like one a period that like gives the team momentum. And it's like, okay, he's got our back. Now we got to help him. Yeah, let's just clear the zone so he can take a minute to get some water. To recover, yeah, literally. Yeah. Uh, it might seem too good to be true with the defense the way it's been lately, but uh, only time will tell. So uh, let's take a look at the week ahead, which will put the defense to the test. Three games on tap until we record our next episode. Uh, the uh, road trip has finished. We are at home on Wednesday. That's tomorrow or, or the day this is being released, uh, November 30th, against the San Jose Sharks. Uh, then back on the road Saturday at Tampa Bay playing the Lightning and Tuesday at Dallas playing the Stars. Uh, Zach is MIA, so he has not let us know uh, what his thoughts are for the week ahead. But, Paul, what's your uh, area of focus for the Buds this coming week? Uh, I'm going to say feed off the momentum. I think we've had a fantastic week, and I think we should carry that energy into this week. We're playing some good – well, some good teams. We're playing good, two good teams. Tampa Bay is always Tampa Bay. Dallas has been – pretty good uh well jason robertson and jamie ben have been on absolute tears this season so i think we should just feed off our momentum and continue playing like we have and yeah. i think we should have another successful week yeah well if we don't see jason sorry if we don't see nick robertson in the lineup against dallas hopefully jordy ben can come back so we can at least get one brother matchup that would be oh my gosh yeah That'd be crazy, like two brothers, two sets of two, brothers, two sets of other. brothers on like different on each set of teams. That'd be pretty cool. When was the last time that happened? Maybe if like the Sutter brothers played each other in like the seventies. <laughs> Possible. There's six um, of them, so yeah. Uh, my uh, my area for this week for the buds is to spend less time in the defensive zone in the third period. Um, I I don't know if it's like. I just don't like it or it's, it's a system that I don't like, or it's a system that doesn't work and they just haven't been burned by it yet. But I feel like when the Leafs are trying to hold a lead, mm -hmm. they try to play shutdown hockey. It doesn't work, but they're not good at it. No, like they just don't have, like they the, do. 
yeah, they don't have the players in place to play shutdown hockey. They their their version of shutdown hockey should be playing in the offensive zone. And I I, I feel like it's a matter of time until they get burned. Um, so my goal is like they gotta. I, I've said it all the time. You have to play like you're losing. Like agreed. Like if, if your game is solely dependent on, you know, like I'm not asking you to go out there and get 15 shots in the third period, but you know, mm. spend spend half of the period in the opposing zone, right? Like don't get hemmed in your own zone. Then we see icings, penalties, goals against. Like it's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I think the Leafs do. I think the Leafs do best when they're not playing shutdown D and they're just playing their game in the offensive zone and, and, and just keeping it there and, and uh, maintaining possession, doing the cycle that they're very good at instead yeah. of like, as you said, trying to play shutdown hockey doesn't work. Yeah. It, it seems like they have a hard time getting to the point where they can cycle in the offensive zone. Yeah. But once they're there, they're very good at it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Until, you know, Justin Hall decides to hit Mitch Martin for no reason, but that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. The, the offensive, uh, the offensive blue line turnovers kill us. Oh, always, always, always. That's like a, a leaf specialty. Yeah. Right back to the days of like Travis Thurman, Jake Gardner. Oh Lord, please. Galchenyuk. I feel like he had a bad one there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even uh, remember. Uh, what's your uh, prediction heading into the week? I'm going to go 2 and one As I said, I think we're going to feed off the momentum. I think we'll beat San Jose. I think we'll beat Tampa, and I think we'll lose in overtime to Dallas just because in overtime. If we go into overtime, we're, we're, I'm just going to say we lost. It's just a loss at that point. Because we stink in overtime. Like it's It's so bad to watch. I don't know why. But we do. So I'm gonna go two oh and one. How yeah. about you, Ryan? I have two one and oh. Nice. Uh mostly just because I don't think this defensive court can win seven games in a row. Just for that reason. That's a good point. I mean, I don't have them winning seven games in a row either. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, but that is it here for us on the original six podcast. Uh short and sweet this week. I'm going to go back sure. to drinking tea and finishing bottles of honey every other day. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. But hopefully the Maple Leafs uh, keep on winning some hockey games. So we'll see you next week. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the Original Six Podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Original Six Podcast. Make sure to take part in our first goal prediction series, which will now be happening on weekday games only. Not enough you were participating on the weekends, so weekdays only. Uh, but make sure to check that out. Two usually post two, three hours before puck drop. And Paul, we will sign off with our favorite three words heading into the week. Go Leafs go. Go Leafs go. And remember, as always, to take care of the planet. For Paul Ananitis, Zach Mullen, who's doing his thing in Costa Rica, <laughs> your boy Ryan Sabine. We will see you next time on the original six podcast. Bye.